Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to Synchronicity Web TV. I am your host, Nadia Shaw, and this is your moment of synchronicity. Well, I'm so excited to celebrate with you today once again, Cameron Allen. Now, I know that you guys know who Cameron Allen is. First of all, I've interviewed him a bunch of times already. Also, he is this superstar astrologer, well-known in the field, a leading medical astrologer at that. And once again, the one and only Cameron Allen is back at Synchronicity University with a medical astrology course. And right now you can choose your tuition rate for a very limited time as low as just $5 a class, really an unheard of rate to learn from the one and only Cameron Allen. He is a healing presence. He's been that in my life with the advice that he's given me through my chart. Uh, when I had some, uh, an injury, the love and the insight and the wisdom that he brought convinced me that he is somebody that many, many people are going to benefit learning from. And so, yes, here we are once again. Cameron, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me again, Nadia. And hey, everybody out there. It's nice to be back. And it's just so nice to be in your presence again, Nadia. I've missed you. Oh, thank you. I missed you too. Uh, I think we saw each other in person. It was almost a year and a half ago, and it was in Colorado. There was a big event taking place uh, with the ESAR conference. And of course, you know, you stay in touch online, but then we get these moments, right, where we get to actually share, even though it is online. And um, I always come away with something of your wisdom that ends up being very meaningful to me. So I'm not putting any pressure on you or anything, of course, just be yourself and relax and be brilliant. But I know that I'm going to get something out of this. And I know a lot of people watching this interview are going to get something out of it as well. Yeah, beautiful. I'm excited to talk about um, a lot of things today and just like kind of explore. Um, I've been in like a really deep process and it's been shifting my astrological practice, but in ways that don't necessarily have to do specifically just with astrology, but more having to do with kind of just the heart space and just like connection to the ground and the earth and the ancestors and how they really do. Like, you know, they give me this deeper felt sense of feeling rooted and grounded while I'm like up in the celestial spheres. And so, yeah, yeah, it's been feeling really good just to feel the shifts. And also it's interesting that I'm like coming more into a, feeling-based, heart-based um, experience in my life, but also in my astrological practice, I'm getting much more accurate and precise and using more techniques to make sure that I'm being like really, really um, certain about things to um, complement my intuition. Because a lot of the things that I've done has been a synthesis of a lot of things and very intuitive, but now adding the more concrete layer of things even more has just been like really, really profound. So. Yeah, I'm really excited about all that. And so when you say concrete layer, what does that mean? Yeah, so before, you know, because starting out as a herbalist and then moving to astrology, like I already had so many tools of um, holistic evaluation. So I was working with people, um, and this is not necessarily in the last two years or something, but in, my, in the beginning of my practice, it was more so like do my intake from an herbalist perspective and a holistic health practitioner perspective. And then using the chart more as a tool just to kind of guide me on my way in working with people. And through time, especially as I began to work with people who are more elderly and also not in my presence, because a lot of the people I worked with, they lived here in Memphis, Tennessee. So I would see them Wednesday and then I would see them next Wednesday. And so they were here and we were working 
on the ground well people who I'm not seeing all the time maybe I'm seeing them twice a year every quarter um a lot of more elderly people have been coming to me so I was needing to be able to cast the charts forward for the year and be able to see is this a year that we even need to worry about health yeah you might have something going on with your health but how can we begin to understand and assess the level of severity that might be occurring in this year so you can feel a sense of calm and and if there's not a sense of calm based off of where you're at right now, based off the condition that you have, how are we going to put things in place that are giving you practices so that you don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? It's like, this is what we're doing that goes in alignment with these things that potentially could be a, a health struggle moving forward, especially after the pandemic, you know, a lot of people were feeling frightful about their health and just being able to give people like very simple tools and apply to their chart. And then always with me, even though it is medical astrology for me, it's natal astrology weaved in with medical astrology from the evolutionary perspective, from the Hellenistic medieval Renaissance period as well. All those things kind of blended in together. And then again, of course, yoga practices, Ayurveda, um, and just like different healing practices in general. So concrete just meaning like being able to assess moving forward what's going to happen for the year ahead or maybe even two or three years ahead with the health and being a little more concrete about it and not um, allowing people to just have the idea that, oh, like whatever happens is going to happen and I'm going to manifest this thing. And it's like the more information that we have in our life, the more that we can actually utilize our manifesting power to make things happen in our lives. So that's what I mean more by concrete astrology. I love it. It's um, practical, but also it's embodied is what it sounds like. And you're so right. I know that uh, two things come to mind. One is I remember way, way back in the day as a baby astrologer, let's say, and I remember doing a reading for somebody and I saw like some, you know, pretty heavy duty stuff there. But I, especially for the time, I mean, this was like, you know, probably something like 20 years ago. It was kind of like, well, you know, you might be feeling this. And, you know, I, I sort of focused more on the psychological. I didn't want to worry the person or whatever. I was sugarcoating it a lot. And then they ended up having some issues that the symbol indicated could be a possibility. And that is where I learned that two things. One is we do a disservice. Like people come to us, they want that embodied experience. And when we as astrologers are fearful of saying, like, look, this is a possibility. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. We also sort of take away that opportunity people have to tap into the symbol consciously. And so, yeah, yeah okay, you might have, let's say, Saturn uh, is on the ascendant. Okay, that can affect your vitality. And so I could say, whoa, be careful, ah, right? Or I could say, it's going to feel like a serious time, but, you know, or I could be like, hey, let's be proactive with this. What are things that Saturn may invite you to do? Like what kind of, I think as a, a medical astrologer, probably like what kind of foods you can eat, what kind of herbs can you take, what kind of activities can you participate in so that you really focus more on that sort of immortal face of Saturn that can sometimes be represented. So how wonderful that you, you've been able to really practice that sense of bringing astrology towards embodiment. Yeah, yeah. And I love that example of Saturn on the Ascendant because with Saturn on the Ascendant, um, I would usually lead in with something that seems like, 
oh yeah, like, no, this is serious, right? And then as soon as I would say that, and I'm like, so we're going to get serious, right? And we're going to like start learning about discipline and what's our relationship with discipline. Even questioning like Saturn is on the ascendant. So that means something about Saturn is rising within us or uh, arising in our life. And so how are we in relationship with being like being disciplined? Did anyone ever teach us how to be disciplined? Is this something that you're going to be needing to learn on an ongoing basis as it arises because Saturn is rising? So how can you like use that principle of Saturn to really um, bolster yourself in this year when Saturn might be inviting you into some type of challenges or some sort of initiation process? And I find that way of inviting people into being in dynamic relationship with the astrology to be super, super helpful because if and when challenges come, then we already are disciplined and we know the task at hand in order to make sure our vitality can be assisted properly. Yeah. It's um, amazing how, look, I'm just thinking about when I first had a chance to interview you, uh, first we had a chance to work together this is going back to 2021. That's how long ago it was. It, and in a way, it feels like, wow, not that long ago, but it feels long ago too, because the world was in such a different place than it is right now. Uh, and also because we've gotten to know each other over the last couple of years uh, since then, almost three years now working together. And I just remember how you gave very specific advice to me. So I had had an injury. I literally like fell onto stairs and I had, and I was in a lot of pain and yeah, your advice was astrological. You looked at my chart, but then there was also that really practical element of, Hey, here are exercises you can do. This is happening in your chart. These are herbs that you can take. Um, what a wonderful gift that you gave me. So thank you for that. Yeah. And I always try to bring those things in. So it'll be something that is like, Oh, be mindful of this thought process that you might have or bringing in the significations of Saturn in someone's chart that might apply to them throughout their whole life. But also, what is the emotional component or dynamic that goes along with that? And then thinking about those two things while we're doing the shoulder exercise, while we're moving the hips, while we're adjusting the lower body and just like really allowing someone to go through the thought process to allow the, the energy to move, which is the emotion to allow the physical body to feel what that feels like, right? And just like having all those things together discontinues this separation between spirituality and materiality and like brings them together and infuses them in this like deeply potent way that brings like absolute clarity and an understanding that breeds peace. And that's what I always love doing with all of it, you know? So I'm just like really thankful for this reflection and even feeling into how I've deepened in this process and yeah, excited to talk to everyone um, in the coming in the coming weeks when the course starts because I do want people to know that like not only are we going to be working with concepts, but we're actually going to be working with people's charts who are like in the classes so that we can have an interactive experience and really see how this can be applied in actuality and in practical practical factual ways. So since we're talking about Saturn. 
Can you talk a little bit more about Saturn and medical astrology? Like, because, you know, I always like to, as much as I think people watch and they gain something from any conversation and they're gaining something from learning from you, I always like to add value uh, to the conversation so that people really feel like they got something that they can use. I feel like I'm already looking at Saturn in medical astrology with greater depth based on what you've already shared. Um, so maybe let's talk about uh, Saturn and medical astrology a little bit. Um, cool. How do you understand that? Because you mentioned the natal placement, but then you also talked about the transit. So how do you look at the, the differences of that uh, in the context of medical astrology? Yeah, totally. So first off, just because I do practice in a very holistic way, the first thing I like to go to is something that someone can touch. And a lot of times the physiological things that come up in our lives, we're not necessarily educated on them. So the first thing that I talk about with Saturn, um, moving into more like medical astrology, but from a holistic perspective, is just thinking about our relationship with authority and our relationship with judgment. Because if we feel like we've had these external authorities a lot of our lives and we have um, internalized judgment, that makes us feel tense. And if we feel tense, then that means there's inherently going to be an issue with our bones, our musculoskeletal system, and there should be tightening and attention and a coldness and a lack of expression in our bodies and in our life. And so Saturn rules all these things. And if we know that, then we can start to be like, oh yeah, no wonder like my, my knees hurt or no wonder I have tight hips or my joints are tender and tight because honestly, I feel like the world has been closing in on me my whole life. And if I can start to understand how I've been judging myself, because the judgment literally contracts us. And that's what Saturn does. It contracts us. So if I know that's the case, then how do I allow myself to become my own authority and start to like really like move with authority in my body and in my life? Because if I do that, then I know that I need to have patience. And that's another signification of Saturn, because Saturn is um, things that happen over a long period of time. Saturn is considered to be chronic. And chronic is not inherently a good or bad thing. Chronic is just something that we do over a long period of time or something that takes place over a long period of time. And then that would take us to discipline. And something I've learned about discipline and being in relationship with discipline and having six plants and Capricorn in my chart is that it needs to be in a relationship, in a marriage with uh, discipleship. Um, because discipleship is more like the feminine aspect of Saturn, where it's like holding us and, and containing us and birthing us, whereas discipline is more like a containment or like, okay, now this is the thing I have to do. And so having those two things in relationship can be really helpful when we think about Saturn, because what are you a disciple of? What are you devoted to that you're going to, that, that allows you to have discipline in a chronic manner and where you, where you just take your time and on a daily basis, you do this thing. Maybe you only do it for five minutes a day. But that five minutes a day over five years makes a world of difference in your life. And you'll never have to worry about falling when you get older. You'll never have to worry about your hip needing to be replaced when you get older because you sat too much. You never have to worry about your shoulder being messed up because you're learning how to do this practice for just five minutes a day where you open up the shoulder and allow it to move. Right? And so just like when I think about Saturn, I just think about time-tested things and allowing one to find understanding and become their own authority 
in their body, in their emotions, and in their psychology as well. And in transit, we just look at where it's at in the chart. Um, and there's a variety of what we can call transits because um, different timing techniques or different layers of transits is what I, I, what I feel into. Um, so those are going to be very specific things that I'm not going to touch on right now. But in general, the transits, just looking at where Saturn's at in your chart and if it's making any aspects to other planets. So maybe we want to be more disciplined about our skincare if Saturn's in a trine to Venus. Or maybe we want to be more disciplined about how we attend to our levels of inflammation in the body if Saturn's in an aspect with Mars. Or maybe we want to be disciplined about our spiritual practices or our faith if Saturn's in a relationship with Jupiter. So those are just some examples of how we might do that. Also, we could think about it from the perspective of the houses. And like you said, with Saturn on the Ascendant, we would just try to notice how we can get Saturn to rise out of us in a way that is subjectively positive and empowering. Um, if it's in the seventh house, we want to maybe have discipline with how we learn about relationships, not just trying to that, not just thinking that Saturn's going to bring a challenge in relationship, but inviting ourselves to challenge ourselves to learn how to actually be in relationship, not just with a single person, but with ourselves and with life as a whole. So just some simple things like that can help us um, with Saturn and chart overall. From you, I learned, and I remember us talking about this previously, that Saturn is patience. And that distinction really helped me uh, to understand Saturn more deeply for my own aspects, my own chart, and of course, uh, in terms of my practice as an astrologer. Uh, and so I love that I learned that from you. Saturn also, I correlate with sacrifice as well. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about how that may correlate to, I mean, I'm already putting together the, the different ideas you've brought in, but how does sacrifice fit into tapping into Saturnian energy as part of medical astrology. Totally. Yeah. I mean, Saturn and sacrifice, like to me, it's just when we create a container for ourselves, oftentimes that container is like squeezing out impressing down on the things that no longer belong with us. And so it's just like really making a choice to, you know, Saturn also can like correspond to death, you know? And so I just think about death and sacrifice as, something that can be choiceful. So are you going to sacrifice going out late at night or having a TV on at night to be able to feel your body when you wake up in the morning and have more restfulness because Saturn does also represent like deep coldness and dryness. And so it takes dryness to be like, no, I don't want to watch that movie that makes me feel good tonight. And the coldness is just like, how coldness makes you go down and in and you kind of like shiver a little bit sometimes, but really when we're asleep, we're at the most cold point in the day because coldness is like a depressing energy. So it presses us down and we go to sleep and we're and really really good thing. from a tissue state perspective, we're depressed. We're in the slowest state of being while we're sleeping. And so are you going to make those sacrifices so that you can have longevity? That's the thing about Saturn and sacrifice. It's really, Saturn asking us to do something that will give us longevity. And when we don't make those sacrifices, then we have to give things up. You know, like we have to sacrifice them um, unwillingly. And that's when Saturn actually is more seemingly like debilitating or difficult when we're not choosing to like do the things that the structure of reality is actually telling us just are. They just exist in these ways. 
So we have to sacrifice also our man-made um, const constructs in the way we think things are and like actually surrender and um, submit and sacrifice. Um, yeah, just the way we live in, in 21st century, really, to be honest. Yeah. It's powerful to consider. I wanted to share a bit of a personal story. Um, Sagittarius is my sixth house, if we go by whole signs, right? And I um, had a very interesting experience. So we're going a few years ago when Saturn moved through Sagittarius. And when I look back, it's kind of incredible because it was like almost to the day as Saturn moved into Sagittarius, I started having some health issues. And at first, I, you know, my immediate response was, oh, my energy, something's going on here. Let me try to figure it out. I'm going to do it holistically, right? And I remember like basically cutting out anything that tastes good, <laughs> basically. So I, I went like almost completely raw vegan type of diet, right? To really try to purify. And a month later, I still felt awful, if not getting worse. And um, I remember like going to a, a doctor to try to figure out what was going on. And, and then the doctor gave me uh, some medicine because in a very short period of time, I'd also gained a lot of weight. And so again, I didn't really know what was going on. But sort of by accident, we stumbled upon a realization that this is probably my thyroid. And so I was, again, trying to cure it and using supplements and all this kind of stuff. And I remember having this brief window of feeling a little better when Saturn steps, stepped back into Scorpio for a little bit. But then Saturn, you know, went into Sag and was really there. And I forget what aspect took place, but something happened that made me say, okay, whatever this is, it isn't going away. I'm going to have to go to a specialist. And I literally had to go to like an endocrinologist at a hospital and all of that. And I remember the endocrinologist saying to me, like, look, I can tell you that um, this is what we know works. Um, and she said, I'm going to basically have to supplement um, thyroid. My thyroid gland wasn't functioning. And she said, like, okay, this is what we know works. If you do this, it's not that you're going to feel like yourself again um, overnight. But if you consistently do this, I can tell you that you will get better and you will feel more like you little by little more and more. And this was in 2016 when I, I started this. And I was thinking about how it's really like now, like right now that I'm starting to feel more like, yeah, like the best of me, like, okay, uh, all of that consistency and now it really feels like it's paying off and this is you know years uh later this is like seven years later right interesting a saturn square later and so i wanted to share that with you because i thought about how saturn can speak to authority like you were mentioning this idea of discipline and sacrifice so the sacrifice is that i i am not really probably ever going to be able to just you know get up and go I'm probably going to have to think about my health in some way uh, or shape every single day. That was, you know, something that said. But the other thing is that uh, the authority, I had to go to a specialist. I had to actually figure out what was going on, do the tests, be honest with myself what was going on to really figure it out. But it was kind of shocking to me how, 
Yeah, I remember when um, Saturn, like literally the day Saturn left Sagittarius, it did so, um, there was an eclipse, I think it was, but or a full moon in Sagittarius itself, which was conjunct my sixth house moon. And that happened. I remember waking up that day and in an instant, I was like, oh my God, I can, I can see something of who I am again. And mm -hmm. it was such a shock to see that. And so I'm sure that uh, I wondered what you thought about that story. But also I imagine like in your experience, you've seen charts as well with people and Saturn in the sixth house and, and how that can speak to the journey that they go on with their health which has ended up being really powerful spiritual lessons there. Absolutely. Through health, these very powerful Saturnian lessons came together. Yeah, for sure. And it's always interesting to see how Saturn does influence different planets, like more or less and like what house they're in. Um, but also it's interesting to look at the transit and then also chart like other time periods that one was in to see like, was the time, like, because there could have been, like, a larger time period that was, like, saying, like, this is going to happen for eight years, and we don't even experience it yet, then we start experiencing it, and then the Saturn hits, and then it makes it really big, and then it starts to dwindle away, but we're still in that time period. So, yeah, I'm just thinking about the layers of space that can happen within a chart. We usually would say the layers of time that are, like, are happening within a chart, but I like to think of it more lately as, like, space. Like, what space are we in? so that we can like really be in relationship with it rather than time. Cause time kind of is like constraining to most people. Um, but yeah, that makes sense to me. And I always like to tell people like, okay, like if you do this for a month, you'll feel something. If you do this for three months, you might start feeling better. If you do this for 10 years, your whole life will be different. Yeah. And so just like making that like very clear to people, because a lot of times, you know, especially like in our Western society, we want like this like small little pill and it's going to like happen really fast. But Saturn doesn't really go for that because all those little things that seem like quick, quick fixes, they actually allow for the decay because we're not willing to make the sacrifice over the long period of time to actually be devoted to taking care of ourselves. So, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, right. The, the consistency that shows up with Saturn in the sixth house it's so powerful to strive to live consciously uh, being aware of our own transits as astrologers, because I think when we do that, it, it helps us to be of service so much more uh, to other people. What we learn ourselves as we cultivate astrological knowledge, that is an embodied and lived experience. Saturn really helps with that. Absolutely. Yeah. A thousand percent. I wouldn't have it any other way. And, it's the way that I started and I'm so grateful because I could have started with like a much more like predictive approach and told people, well, this is going to happen and then this is going to happen now. And it's like, that doesn't really help people all the time. And, and it does like create more like tension in people's body just to hear that from somebody's like mind space saying, well, this means this and this means that. But I'm like, I've been with Saturn and I've seen people been with Saturn and can you feel it when I'm talking and like, do you need more rest in like how Saturn can just represent rest and sleep and relaxation and reflection rather than just like efforting. And yeah, it's just like, I feel like people can process and digest what I'm saying more because they can feel that I've actually seen it and lived it rather than speaking from just my head in a book. So yeah, embodied always a, a thousand percent. 
Yeah, and what you just said about rest, um, that is part of patience too. Like that is so connected to patience. So it makes so much sense that Saturn would say, um, yeah, you have to know that rest is a necessary part of consistency in whatever it is that you do. And especially yeah. where it helps your health. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a lot of times, you know, people have said Saturn wants you to do the hard work and really it's like what harder work is there to do in the current space time we're in than to actually give ourselves permission um, to rest and not judge ourselves, right? Like that is the work to do in the current space and time that we're in. So we also need to be mindful of that context, you know, whereas in the past it might be like Saturn says work really hard because like there's a famine and it's like, well, maybe we do have famines now in today's day and age. But in the Western context, it's like we need to like, we have a famine of being able to rest and restore, right? So really the work is to rest a lot of the time. So yeah, all those wow. things are great reflections. Yeah. And I know that my mom says like when people aren't feeling well, when I'm not feeling well, like rest is the be best medicine. And it really is. Like I have found there's this, um, I, I just want to touch on lastly, this acronym. And I have found that this acronym is the foundation to everything. It's like the foundation to a healthy spiritual practice, a healthy set of um, your own emotional well-being, your mental health, your physical health. And the acronym is HALT. And it stands for Hungry, Angry, Lonely, Tired. And these four have to be addressed before anything else can flow forward, before you're able to you know, experience abundance, whether that's with your work, with your happiness, with your uh, spiritual life, with your health life. These four are the foundational things. So if you're hungry, eat. If you're angry, well, I think Mars can show you in your chart what helps you with your anger and, and go do that. Um, if you're lonely, be with other people, communicate with others. And if you're tired, rest. Because it is amazing how different my experience of the world and of life and my health and my work is when I haven't addressed all those four pillars. Um, and how I just now talking to you made the connection, how Saturnian that actually is to consider that acronym HALT. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I'm going to use that. I'm going to quote you on it, but I'm going to use that moving forward. So thank you for that piece of wisdom. Of course. And you know, I do quote you as well, because I think that you're so brilliant. And once again, everybody, Cameron Allen, superstar astrologer is back at Synchronicity University with a course in medical astrology. I think this is like the third medical astrology course that he's teaching with us. He is always a standout. Students absolutely love him. They learn so much from him. As you can see, he's got this wisdom, this knowledge, this amazing approach. Uh, and I'm just so proud of you, Cameron, to see you like growing and shining over these years that I've known you. Um, and it is very, very well deserved. Congratulations on all these wonderful things happening with your work and your career and your reach and, and your acclaim. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I'm excited to see everybody in the course uh, over the five week period and just like a little bit about the class in the course, because it, it does like shift gears a little bit compared to the first two uh, prior courses. And just like also letting everyone know that if you do want to catch up on that, then those those classes will be available as well for a limited time, along with the class that's coming up soon. Um, so the class, the, the course is based off of what well, we call it the art of uh, 
the art of application of medical astrology. And so it's just going to be speaking about how to be in relationship with medical astrology from the perspective of um, orienting towards a chart and being in relationship with how to talk to people about time and how to create a space to talk about time with people when it comes to their health. We're also going to talk about how to start with just like looking at the natal chart. Um, and if you go back to the classes prior, you will get all this depth of knowledge of, of like ways to think about the zodiac signs, the elements, and how to think of them from a medicinal perspective and how to be in relationship with them. So once you do all those things and you come to the natal chart, you can see the root of what's going on with the person. And you could just start there in your practice. But from there, we take we can take it further. And so just also letting people know we don't have to be doing all the 500 different things that we can potentially do to start practicing and like really dig in in, in a way that's within integrity and, and we could do it in an honest way. But we just start with the natal chart, right? Um, and the orientation in space is like, we could think of the first class just being an intro to how to be in the heart and be with the heart of the other in connection. And then the next thing is like, you go out a little further and you start looking at their chart and what's going on in their chart and what is promised to them in their life. And then from there, we take another step and another layer and like feeling into the timing of kind of what's going on right now and how to be in relationship with what's right now and being even more concrete and practical and really getting down to prognostication and or analysis, however you want to put that, um, with what's going on this year, maybe next year, showing people what happened last year and letting them know like the amount of severity that is happening in the current space and time in the now. Because a lot of times people had things happen 20 years ago, five years ago, three years ago, and they feel frightful of those things coming back. And being able to know what's going to happen in this coming year is like really, really important. And then we, we get the extra gadgets and tools to be able to see things that aren't just so obvious in the chart as well for the year and just in the natal chart in general. And then we would take all those things and then weave them all together, synthesize them, have some conversations so that everybody feels comfortable and knows how to posture themselves and how to take that forward in their own life and in their own practice with the people that they love and the people that they work with and care for. Well, medical astrology, as only you can teach it, um, and as only Cameron Allen teaches it, for everybody out there at synchronicityuniversity.com, learn more about his chart, the past courses, all that good stuff, and more about Cameron Allen as well uh, over at synchronicityuniversity.com. Cameron, thank you. I love talking to you. I just adore you. I, I, I always learn something. I think you're brilliant. Thank you. And I appreciate you so much. And thanks for being so radiant. It's, it's amazing to be here with you. Oh, thank you. And thank you, everybody out there for watching. Until we connect again, take care. Bye. Peace, everybody.